Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. One of the exciting things I found out about Facebook is people get in touch that maybe you haven't heard from in decades. I get a lot of messages from people who have sit in our services throughout America during our revival meetings and uh, numbers of things happen. Those that got saved or those that were told the truth about the media or perhaps in the demonic world set free. Ye shall know the truth. Truth shall set you free. That's today's devotion later on. My friend, be a part. Get in touch with us. Greg Patton Ministries, The Cross Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You can go to helloworldradio at gmail.com and say, hey, I think maybe you ought to come to our church. I would love to do that. God has blessed and blessed and blessed again. Thousands have been saved and lives changed as a result of a Greg Patton revival meeting. Get in touch, my friend. You can contact this local Christian radio station or gregpatton.com. G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. God is so good. Again, thank you for being a part of Greg Patton Ministries. What in the world is going on? It's an absolute miracle, ladies and gentlemen. Fake President Joe Biden has, well, he's done a first. He has met with a French president that died in 1996. Are you kidding me? Fake President Joe Biden told a crowd in Las Vegas that he recently met with Fran Cosmeteron, the French president who's been dead for over 30 years. The comments came while Biden was warning of the dangers of a potential second Trump presidency, and he aimed to shore up enthusiasm ahead of, well, Tuesday's Democratic primary in Nevada. Biden recounted a story that he's told many times during his presidency about a meeting that he'd had with French President Emmanuel Macron during a G7 meeting in England some months after Biden had taken over the White House, squatted in the White House. I sat down. I said, America's back, Biden recalled. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, and then a long silence. Biden appeared to just trail off before collecting his thoughts and finishing his sentence. Well, how long are you back for? Well, we are praying for just a few more months. That's me. How about that? The fake president meets with a French president that died in 1996. a boy, Joe! Keep him on the prayer list. An extremely dangerous situation continues to unfold in Hollywood Hills area and around the Santa Monica Mountains yesterday as a powerful, slow-moving storm triggered, well, mud flows and debris flows that damaged several homes, forced residents to evacuate. Damage reports piled up early Monday as the storm system steadily pummeled Southern California and downtown L.A. broke a 97-year-old rainfall record. Seems impossible. We're just under... A drought that thought that was going to end the whole state of California. Now it's rain. Lots of rain. (coughs) (coughs) On Sunday, downtown had 4.1 inches of rain. That broke the record for a calendar day set back in 1927 when they only had 2.55 inches of rain. California under a deluge. Well, I was watching several legal experts yesterday. I'm not sure what I was watching, but it was interesting in the 
all these things against Trump coming up, and is it going to affect the election, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, they said it's going to be years. That probably before anything really gets anywhere, President Trump will have served his third term. He won in 16, 20, and prayerfully 24. Well, he waited decades to take over England. King Charles, following up with Queen Elizabeth, and now at 74, he has cancer. Following the news of King Charles' cancer diagnosis, royal family members are very thin on the ground, according to the royal experts. This is a bit difficult, they're saying, because obviously the Princess of Wales, Catherine, is incapacitated, back recovering herself. Kate Middleton, still not sure what was going on with her abdominal surgery. Then, of course, you have Prince William, who's also on daddy's duty line. So now they're going to have to see the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh and, of course, the Princess Ruth. It's just something else. But, uh, yeah, they're not sure how serious it is or where they go from there. So just made king months ago, and cancer sounds serious. Ronald McDonald, well, McDonald's, on the hot seat now. What did they do? Well, the CEO of McDonald's admitted on Monday that Sales of the fast food giant have dipped amid increased menu prices that have gone unnoticed by customers. The Chicago-based chain has taken heavy criticism over its Big Mac combo priced at nearly $18, among other menu hikes, and has promised to focus on affordability from now on. I think what you're going to see as you head into 2024 is probably more attention to what I would describe as affordability. McDonald's CEO, he said that at an earnings call with analyst. Some global same-store sales grew by 3.4%, short of the nearly 5% that was expected by Wall Street. What? $18? Are you serious? Named after the first lady, Lady Bird Lake is a mess. There was a body found there yesterday the same site where other deceased individuals have been discovered in recent months. A 9-11 caller saw a body in Lady Bird Lake in Austin, Texas. The unidentified person declared dead at 1.52 yesterday afternoon. Several other bodies have been discovered in the lake in recent months. At least five people have been found dead in that lake, which is a portion of the Colorado River running through downtown Austin since last year. In June 2023, authorities downplayed speculation that a serial killer was behind all the deaths. The previous Lady Bird Lake deaths have involved men in or around 30 years of age who had been drinking or nearby Rainy Street in the city's downtown area were later found dead floating in the water. Lady Bird Lake. Lots of dead bodies showing up. Well, he's a nutcase. He's a reverend. Talking about Al Dalton on a Al Sharpton. He says there's a migrant crisis going on at the southern border. Hello, Al. He said, you got to talk to the Republicans here. We got a mess. While bashing Republicans for not getting on board with the Senate immigration bill unveiled over the weekend, this host, I didn't know he was a host of MSNBC. He used the word an invasion. That's what it is. It's an invasion to describe the border crisis, which some liberals found to be 
highly controversial. Al, don't say something like that and make our president look worse than he already is. Talking about dead people. I'm sorry, it's just hard to leave that one go, but you know I didn't hear about it anywhere on the left-leaning Ludia media networks. Nobody said anything. Can you imagine if Trump said that he'd talked to somebody that died in 1990? Oh, I'll get off this horse. So what happened? Fake President Joe Biden and politicians from both the Democratic and Republican parties have touted this new deal as a bipartisan compromise to secure the border. But so many Republicans argue that not only is this deal insufficient, but Biden already has the necessary ability to take action to secure the border. He could do it today. One of the main critiques is that it would include Title 42-type authority that would only be mandated if numbers at the southern border exceeded 5,000 crossings a day. Good grief, Charlie Brown. We are in trouble. Well, I've been there more than once, been driven through town. Close your eyes, and you think you're in the Middle East, in Muslim territory, par excellence. Where are we? In Michigan. Dearborn, Michigan. The mayor, Abdullahman, told CNN's Dana Bash on Tuesday that it was dehumanizing of President Biden to send a number of his campaign staff to speak with Arab American and Muslim leaders in the state of Michigan. The city of Dearborn is ramping up security after the publication of a controversial Wall Street Journal op-ed dubbing Dearborn, Michigan as the jihad capital of America. Dearborn is the home of the highest concentration of Muslims in the country. It's even kind of scary to drive through town. This piece that was authored by Stephen Stalinsky, executive director of Middle East Media Research, highlights mass support for Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran among the residents of Dearborn, Michigan. Oh, my goodness. Well, what's this one about? Farmers under attack in multiple food-producing nations now. World Net Daily on a video shows empty stores in France where a climate agenda threatened the production processes for farmers and more or less staged a strike over there. We talked about that one last week. And just recently in Germany, farmers blocked highways in protest over costly and unnecessary agricultural policies. Now, however, there's a new campaign against farmers in which the United Nations works with banks to debank the food producers, closing their accounts and not allowing them to operate their businesses. What is that all about? The new report, which explains officials from 12 U.S. states have sounded an alarm after finding out the unelected globalist United Nations is secretly working with banks around the world to destroy the American farming industry. Really? What else is happening? Egypt's Suez Canal revenue has cut nearly 50% just in the last month as a result of the Houthi militants' attacks on ships in the Red Sea. Blow them up, the bad guys, I mean. Explicit AI-generated deep fakes of Taylor Swift originated from the controversial internet forum 4Channel, according to a brand new report out there. I mean, there'll be no end to this now, and it is just scary. Cobalt Metals, that's a mining company backed by Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. So, you know, there's a lot of money in this one. 
They say they discovered a huge copper deposit in Zambia. It was stomach cancer. Toby Keith, country singer Toby Keith, songwriter, dead at 62 today with stomach cancer. And anyway, you cut it this weekend. Good, feel-good story, actually. Brock Purdy has gone from the 262nd pick in the NFL draft in 2022. I mean, that was the final pick. To the number one quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers and a starter in the Super Bowl. That is really some kind of story, if you look into it. I know it's a problem. Two-thirds of us have this problem. More than two-thirds of American adults, overweight or obese, and doctors are still searching for the best and the healthiest way to help people get their eating under control. Scientists have discovered now the brain circuit that we have to train to... What? To train to avoid overeating. Oh, this ought to be good. We know that weight gain is not purely an issue of self-control, but overeating or undereating. Did you know that you do have key mechanisms in our brains? And researchers at Rockefeller University believe they have worked out which ones. By tampering with neurons that control our memories about food, we may be able to refrain from eating so much and retrain our brains and curb those cravings. Every year, 45 million Americans go on a diet, spending an estimated $33 billion on products to help shed those pounds. But there's no silver bullet for slimming down, and keeping the weight off long-term requires not just a few months of cutting out some carbs, but a whole lifestyle shift, and that means changing the way you think. Aha! Thus, the brain, right? Even if they don't meet the clinical criteria for an eating disorder, many Americans report having problematic attitudes and feelings toward foods, meaning we like it a lot. For example, half the women feel guilty about the foods they eat when they are with friends, and 12 out of 20 feel guilty about what they eat alone, as do half the men in the survey. Psychology? Eating patterns are deeply linked through the gut-brain connection. Oh, I got that. So much so, in fact, that some researchers are examining diet as a potential therapy for depression and mood disorders. But the relationship works in other directions, too. How we feel, how we think changes, how we... Well, this all makes a lot of sense. So, basically, they're saying you need to train your brain. Oh, we need a little more research on this one. I know what the Bible says about Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, as a woman thinketh, that's what she is. So, we need to retrain the brain, huh? Let me think about this. And finally, it's true. Nobody perfect listening today. We all make mistakes. We say wrong things. We do wrong things, we fall, we get up, we learn, we grow, we move on. We live and we thank God for always giving us another chance. Amen. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. We can never say thank you enough to those Christian radio stations that carry Hello World. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you ought to thank them for all the programs you like, the preaching and teaching on this station that blesses your heart. Folks have been saved here. Folks have rededicated their lives through the ministry of this local Christian radio station. So get on board. And one of the best ways is supporting that. 
We've had people give us at our church, and I know it happens at radio stations. Well, how about this piece of property? Would you like this house? How about a car or a truck? All of these things tax-deductible and so helpful to this local Christian radio station. So just pray about it. And for some of you, at the end of the month here in February is going to be a fundraiser at your Christian radio station. Yeah, we're talking about 91.5 down there in Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Help out if you can. Of course, you know, there was a recent hiccup, a big one, with the transmitter going down there for several days. And uh, money, money, money always needed. And, well, more desperate than ever. Sure. Pray about it. See how you can participate in this year's Sherathon. WHCB 91.5. I can't wait to get there. I hope I get a chance to meet you. Stop by the radio station. Let's Let's talk. You know, the Bible says you will know the truth, and that truth will set you free. Do you believe that? And how exactly does truth set you free? That, of course, is John 8, 32. As we look at Philippians chapter 4, starting there at verse 18, I have received full payment, and I have more than enough, said Paul. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Ephroditus the the gifts that you sent, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I would have you consider today that every need that we're ever going to experience in this life is already met in Christ Jesus. By His power, God has prepared blessings to fill each of our needs in His perfect timing. You know, sometimes when we see that life is not exactly as we hoped it would be, we begin to fall into despair. Boy, the enemy jumps on top of that, Satan and his demons. We think that we must have certain things at a particular time frame, but the Lord knows you perfectly, and He knows what's best for you. It's important to remember that. Sometimes a need in our life, whether it's physical or spiritual, relational, emotional, or financial, persists in our life because the Lord is trying to get our attention on something. He wants us to focus on Him so that He can correct our thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he you are, what you think about all day long. God desires that we experience abundance, the abundant life. But he knows we can't enjoy blessings until he has been allowed to work totally in our life. Like a fruit tree, we got to be pruned. Sometimes the cutting back, boy, does that hurt, but it is always followed by a fuller harvest. At other times, it is our approach to God that hinders his promised blessings. Our prayers sometimes reflect feelings of inferiority and, and sometimes insecurity. But as members of the family of God, we have absolutely no reason to come crawling to God like some sort of a beggar. His children should come with confidence, anticipating the blessing of the Father. What's the matter, you? You don't understand? We can expect blessings, but we cannot dictate when or how or what those blessings should be. God knows what's best for you. He's intently interested in your well-being. And while he does not promise ease, God is certainly steadfast in providing us spiritual comfort, and he does meet every need, does he not? Second Peter 1, 
Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He's given us a very great and precious promise so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Here Peter is telling us that complete freedom is possible for you and me. Sure it is. The reason is that Jesus Christ, by His divine power, has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us. Second Peter 1, 3 there. Oftentimes people say, you know, I'd like to become a Christian, but I don't dare start because I know I couldn't live up to all that's required there. Well, of course that's true. You can't do it. And that's precisely why this generous promise is given. God says that you and I have been granted everything we will ever need to live a triumphant Christian life. I hope I'm hammering that home enough today that we really get it. The Lord's glorious provision, however, begins only after our initial salvation. You've got to take the plunge, jump in, test the waters. The plunge of faith before the power is released, that's exactly the way this thing works. Once we've taken that step of believing in Christ, all things are available, including courage, forgiveness, vision, wisdom, and a deepening trust in Almighty God. How many years have you been saved, and how you doing? Such a promise is hard to comprehend, isn't it? Because it seems just too good to be true. Many people pass by it with hardly an acknowledgment. Some have the look of deer in headlights, if you will and wonder, how can I apply this? As with all promises from God, you've got to accept it before you can act upon it. And while recognizing that the promise is yours, for one thing, executing that thing in your daily life is quite another matter. Ultimately, it's realized by the full experience of, well, the knowledge of Jesus Christ as, as you and I hunger, and we thirst for living water, as it's called. That's what it is. God supplies it. Only when we refuse to be content with the world's broken cisterns are we going to find the fulfillment of this promise working in us. The truth, it will definitely set you free. And here's a truth that I'm still, 44 years later, having trouble getting a handle on. Remember that the Father has marked you out as one of His very own. You are somebody somebody very special Almighty God. In fact, you're so dear to him that he sent his only begotten son into a wicked, vile world to die on an old rugged cross so that you could be near to him. This is pure, unadulterated grace for which we should praise him unceasingly. And finally, from the boss's dumb or dumber department, after days of wrangling, we got a 35% discount. Yahoo! As we were about to sign the contract, the boss, who'd not been a party to any of this, walked in and tore up the contract. I'm going to teach you a thing or two about playing hardball. That's the way you make this world go around. He turned to the vendor's sales rep and said, we want a 20% discount. Take it or leave it. 
The delighted rep immediately agreed, and my boss left saying, I hope you learned something from that. Oh, sure they did. Can't be right all the time now, can you? Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Want to hear a program from last month, last year, years ago? All available. Sure, whcbradio.org. Follow the links or gregpatton.com right there in the front. And what well, had me say for another day? That's the way it is for Tuesday, February the 6th, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.